another great one coming at you from the Create Forward show set here in Arizona. Excited to bring you an episode about an interesting topic of comparison being the thief of joy. And we're going to break that down in many different ways of how to evaluate your own life, how to look for ways to just get more joy out of life. Uh, on this show, we break down topics like this to help you create a 10 out of 10 life. And there is a whole library of episodes like this on YouTube and clips that will help break down these topics on Instagram and TikTok at Create Forward Show. We hope you tune into those and really get on this path that we are on of creating ourselves. We're learning as we go as well. Yeah. This isn't, we're not perfect. We're not there yet, but we are constantly trying to create forward. Our host, Ward Andrews. Ward, what are we really getting into? What does it mean that comparison is the thief of joy? Yeah, thanks, Sean. So it's just an episode topic that we've talked mm. about doing a few times because yeah. we keep touching on it and also because questions are asked of us we yeah. say that uh copying for example is part of the creative process and then people are challenging that yeah right and, and they're saying like well why would you copy right and then now we're saying comparisons with thief of joy so yeah, yeah. why would you copy so i think it's a lot around how do you individually be good with yourself be content mm. with yourself be happy yeah. with your life because there's internal strength and then there's external factors. Yeah. And comparison is all about orienting your brain to the external factors. Yeah. Right. So there's a circle of control mm, totally. that you have within your life. And then there's a circle of concern or what's out there. Mm. But comparison is all about extending out there and often thinking we're not enough or we don't have enough. Totally. When we're focused inside the circle of control and what we can act and how yeah. we can act upon things then we're 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 kind of good so i almost want to give the payoff for the episode a little bit as a preview right yeah, now yeah. it's that when you see something out there mm. you know you could compare and feel sad or wish you had it or it could drive you mad or you could complain or whatever or you could use that out there as inspiration for starting to generate within yeah. to get to where you want to go mm. and so i think that's an important distinction so comparison is the thief of joy but seeing things that are outside of your influence that exist that can inspire you can create joy. Mm. So an example of that is, I think, Taylor Swift. She's on this Eras tour. She's yeah. setting all these records. It's the, it's the most in-demand show of all time, right, yeah. to see that. And it's like 17 times more in-demand than Beyonce's stadium show, even though we love Beyonce. It yeah. was like, like, that's the level of demand. Wow. And so I went to the show for a second time in Santa Clara, and... Um, there were people of all ages, mm -hmm. but there were some girls there who, who gave me little Taylor Swift friendship mm. wristbands yeah. because they saw, you know, that I didn't have it. But like, there's this idea within the, the universe of, of Taylor Swift that we're all in this together totally. and that we're, we're, we're loving the music and being together and whatever. Mm. And, and they were inspired by that and they were doing that. 
Yeah. And so they were using it in a positive way. Yeah. They're like, I want to be a part of this and do that. And, oh, they don't have a friendship bracelet. Totally. You know, I want to give those people some, yeah. you know, and then we had this great conversation. Yeah. So it can be used for good, mm. but we need to focus on where it hurts us, where it is yeah. the thief of joy. Well, and I think, uh, you know, lack of joy oftentimes is lack of connection. And it's interesting that, like, I think Taylor Swift has done such a good job of her brand, her message, her everything is so like fundamentally about connection in an interesting way because they're i mean fans doing that in that way is definitely a unique thing to right the culture that she has created right and she's created the whole sort of supply chain of how her how her tours are going to go yeah and she knows everyone within her you know event company that's running this and she even just bonused her whole team. I saw that. So there's 50 semi trucks mm. that drive that show around yeah. the country, and she bonused each driver a hundred grand. Yeah, right. Like this is unreal. This is the kind of person totally that she is. But it's also the community and the culture she's creating. That yeah. we're we're in this together. We're taking mm. care of each other. You're part of something special, yeah. and we're all going to share in the joy of that. Mm. Right. Totally. And so she's basically saying. Yeah, you know, I don't want you to compare. Like, yeah, I am going to make a billion dollars, yeah. right? But I'm also going to make you a part of this in yeah, some small way and acknowledge you, success. right? And so, if there was any sort of um, sadness or uh, feeling like they weren't getting theirs, mm. right? Like yeah. she wanted to to address that totally, and, and that was a cool way. I felt I that she that. could do that. What are what are ways that the comparison shows up? What are those negative? Like, yeah. let's 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 get to the the meat of why is comparison quote unquote bad or a thief of joy what are the right. negative uh, effects of really living your life in a comparison yeah. mode it gets us out of our own identity we start mm. to take on the identity of others and think that's better and then we try to do it you see that in neighborhoods people move into a neighborhood and maybe mm-hmm. it's a a neighborhood where everyone's buying a boat and then you feel like you should buy a boat to keep up with the yep. Joneses. We've heard totally. this expression. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, I was, I was over in Europe and uh, in, in the United States, when you go out to dinner, it's like, how fast can you have the meal? Mm. And they're trying to totally. turn the tables three or four yeah. times and they're rushing you and you're feeling kind of mm-hmm. rushed and you want to hurry up and they got music playing. So you're like, mm-hmm. you're trying to consume, you go to Europe and like, they know that you're there, that table's there for you for the night. Yeah. And th- they're kind of weirded out. If, if you like, you leave early or if you don't want to do all the courses mm-hmm. or if you show up at even like seven o'clock in the evening because they expect you to come at eight and be there until midnight. Mm. Right. And all the tables can be completely empty and you can come in and say, hey, I'd like sitting there. Like, do you have a reservation? No. Like, no, well, these tables are all safe for mm. people for the night. Yeah. You know, and you almost have to create something with them if you do yeah. want to eat there. Totally. Like, hey, I understand that <laughs> you want to provide an amazing experience from eight to midnight. Like I, I will actually hurry up and I'll be out of here. Mm. But the reason I bring it up is because it's such a contrast. Yeah. Right. It's that we are comparing to based on the environments we're in. Yeah. So when you're in a different environment and Mm. you see this really slowed down, awesome meal with friends around food and around slowly delivered courses of food, the costs are the same. Totally. But the experience is way different just because you're in a different environment. Mm. And so we have to be careful yeah. because uh, social media is rushing us. Mm. It's rushing our goals. Yeah. You know, you have kids who don't understand why they don't have all the success that someone who's built a career over decades yeah. can have. And yeah. so, or um, someone that just got lucky and, yeah. d- the, and won the lottery. It's right. Like, 
so many kids are basing their lives on the the few who've won the lottery on YouTube or on right, uh, and it's TikTok stealing or, their life, yeah, because they're they're oriented around comparison, yeah. Or you'll see um, certain demographics really get consumed by sort of looking at the optimal version of someone of their gender and age group. Mm. And then they'll try to copy all those attributes yeah. so that they can be what is perceived as great within that sphere. Yeah. And so you see that a lot. You see that like for a certain age and gender, the ideal hair color, hair um, cut, mm. uh, makeup package, yeah. um, funny expressions, mm. emojis used. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll literally, like if you, if you meet one person like that, you might think, oh, wow, they're really unique. Yeah. And then you all of a sudden you realize, oh, they're just copying all the memes and stuff they're mm. consuming. Yeah. And there's 100,000 people in that demographic totally. and they're all trying to look the same. Yeah. And that's so sad because you're stealing your identity yeah, and your tr- ability trying to, to be, be less and less individualistic yeah you're losing yourself yeah and so that's a risk Mm. uh at create forward at our show our intention is how do you create your individual what's a 10 out of 10 life for you but it's different for everyone so we help you identify what that is for you yeah in fact we even have a class like how do you create a vision for your 10 out of 10 life so if you go to wardandrews.com you can check that out Mm. you can sign up for that class we have a mastermind group Mm. Right, where people are discussing their challenges so that they can create their individual version of theirs. 100%. That's the opposite of comparison. Mm. Right, That's about having unique ideas and figuring out how to do that. It doesn't mean you can't be inspired. There's a difference between being inspired and then comparing and, yeah. and having it steal your worth. Yeah, where it's something you dwell on and, and right. just like... Why don't I have that? And I need yeah. to have that. Mm. And so that orients you wrong how how does comparison impact our mental health our our capacity to create opportunities yeah um well it's destructive yeah it's a poison it's that i have to be this to be good to be worthy to be Mm. whole wholeness right you have to know coming from within and orient i am whole i am complete i am perfectly me which is hard right you're perfectly you the way you are mm-hmm. and we're playing a game mm. like this is a game where we're, we're all essentially so supported and loved in this yeah. world and have so much mm. right especially in like a first world country yeah. in the united states it's like oh let's slow mm-hmm. down and find our place and yeah. our time and our way yep and let's encourage each other to find that but not feel like we have to compare and assimilate and wear the same clothes and yeah. talk the same way and totally. use the same filters and work at the same place and have the same beliefs it's like no yeah. there are different orientations different cultures different mm. points of view yeah and the challenge is the algorithm the social media it actually perpetuates mm. and strengthens the comparison yeah when we don't want that yeah so, so limiting social is important yeah in that it gets you out of comparison mode if you're sitting scrolling and and in almost like having it tell you what you should think act and look like you know you're in a bad place yeah and so breaking that, one way to break that is to limit that sort of scrolling screen time. Totally. I don't have the stats in front of me, but there's, I mean, so many stats about actual conversations between parents and children today. It's like nine minutes on it or seven minutes, like something crazy yeah. as well as like, you know, screen time is at all time high and all these things where, especially if you are using that time to just dwell on what I don't have, what I can't experience, what I wish i had what i 
you know, and, and, and then attributing that, which is a very easy natural flow to, I am less than I am less important than I am unable to do right. these things. Cause what we want our listeners to know is you are important. Mm-hmm. You are worthy. You are unique. Yeah. And how can you create something from that place and not be stuck in the cycle 100%. of comparison? What about opportunities? Like how, yeah. how does living in comparison hold you back from creating forward yeah. from, from, from finding opportunities? Uh, I'm going to go to the whiteboard yeah. and talk a little bit about that. I think one thing is we talk about the creativity wheel. And so you need to have intention. Mm. Um, that comes from, or it should come from within. Okay, so that's important. And so that's a seed you drop. And then you start doing things. And in the creative creativity wheel, we start by saying copy, right? Yep. So copy, that can get kind of blurred in with this whole um, comparison yeah. thing, right? But if the intention is uh, original or from within, then what you're doing is you're planting that seed and then you're, you already started from within. So, yeah. Uh, so now copying is just kind of expanding on. Yeah. So circle of control again. What you can control is like within your realm yeah. is important because outside of it is, you know, the circle of concern. And the thing with comparison is uh, it, that this is where this is where out in circle of concern is where comparison lives. Yeah. I don't have that. I want to have that. Whatever. The cool thing is within what you want, what your intention is, then it's like when you're copying, then all you're doing is you're saying, wow, I did like that song. I would like to sing a song like that. Mm. Or I want to know what other songs are like totally. from that. Right? It's but progress. But about bringing not... it into your world and doing mm. it your way, it's not like saying... I can't do that. I, I don't want to listen to that song. Or I, I can never play that song. I'll never listen. To it. I'm yeah. going to be depressed about it. Like, oh, you know, I, I hate that the algorithm controls mm. me. It's like, no, take control of the yeah. algorithm. Change what you totally. do and listen to, and the algorithm will change. Mm. Right? Yep. And so those are all factors. But could you restate your question around... Um, the outcome. So, the so outcome. like, what opportunities yeah. and outcomes do does yeah. comparison really hold us back from... Yeah. Achieving. Right. So in the creativity wheel, we want to get to the point to where we're originating. That's Mm. the end of the wheel. Yeah. Right. Um, So the thing is, we have to continue to move further and further away from comparison. Yeah. So copy, right, that is sort of like trying to do something else. But quickly, you're you're starting to move away from it, and then you move further and further and further away. Yeah. So the comparison or copy is only a launching point. Yeah. Toward moving away from it, in not toward it, or not trying to be yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why you have to have your own intention to start that process. Totally. Right. Yep. Because if you just say, "Oh, I want to be like that and make that," then you're building your whole foundation around something outside of you. Yeah, and, and then you're also usually not in motion. Yeah. just sitting right it's even okay to say that's amazing right so yes. i remember when i was in school and i changed my major three times and i was like <laughs> i don't know why i was political science mm-hmm. but i moved to visual communication mm. and studio art yeah because i saw other people doing that mm. 
but I also knew I wanted to do my own thing with it. Yes. I didn't want to just copy what they were doing. Yeah. Right? So you can certainly be inspired by, yeah. you can be uplifted by being around others that create. Yeah, you can use comparison as a way to move, to get right. motivated. But to, healthy. But healthy comparison, which right. is being inspired by, which is yep. looking to and saying, I can do that too and let's, let's right. go that direction. And, it, and it's tricky because we can get confused. Mm. Um, brands, one of the best ways that they build their brand is that they have influencers that use their product. Yep. Um, Air Jordans, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Nike. Yeah. It's like, well, if I want to be like him, I have to have that. So totally. y- you see how brands use that and leverage that. Yeah, yeah. And it's true, right? It's like, hey, I want to be like that. Why wouldn't I use the tools or products they're doing yep. to do that? Yeah. So we have to, but then that. separate and go, what is it about my identity and what is it about what I'm using that mm. others are using and not just get fully consumed yeah, yeah. but totally. there's still value mm. so in electronic music there's really like two platforms mm. so you could use logic or you could use ableton mm. and those are the two yeah. major ones there are others yeah but it's like why would i go use another platform that isn't as well supported uh-huh. and have a even a longer learning curve and not be able to leverage all the plugins and tools yeah, and tutorials totally. no i'm going to use logic and i'm going to start yeah. to build because that's what kaigo uses mm. oh but wait all these other um, artists are using Ableton. Well, maybe I should try Ableton. Totally. Right? But that's fine. Yeah. That's just taking a data point and then creating from within. Yeah. It's not saying I'm going to try to, you know, copy that song and then release it. Yeah. But you could copy the chord progressions or the things to learn how they built the song and then build your own song. Mm. Right? So that's the distinction. Yeah. It still has to come from within. Yep. If your whole locus of control and like everything that's driving you is outside of you pushing down in on you that's where we get into trouble you can't be happy with dynamics so there's this thing trends right Mm. like people chase fashion trends yeah but once everyone gets into that trend the trend changes yeah it's it's a moving ball you will never get to that trend no like you know one one year it might be big lips you know, big behind. Mm. But the next it might be, you know, no lips, skinny behind. Well, you can't alter your body. Well, people do. Yeah. But then your 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 whole identity is wrapped up in, in this external yeah. view of your appearance and who you are. Mm. Like, I think that's where we can get into trouble. Yeah, no doubt. Right? Like for me, I've had gray hair since I'm 25. That has gone Same. in and out <laughs> of style. Yeah. Through that whole time, it's actually in right now. I, people I have, have asked me if I die. I'm <laughs> exactly. sure you've had to say, "You die that?" Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh yeah. no. Yeah. No, I was at lunch. <laughs> That's funny. And like, this girl stops her whole cruise conversation to go, "How did you do that to your hair?" I'm like, "I was born." Years with of practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you're at the club and they're like, "How did you dye that?" And I'm like, "Hey, this is what happened." Yeah. But then you know, cycles change. Yeah. It's like, oh, that guy. Is, is he old? Because he's got gray hair. Totally. It's fine. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. This is who I'm going to be. Yep. And I'm not into the trends. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just doing what I do. Mm-hmm. So. No doubt. Comparison, thief of joy, when we let it be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important. Totally. When we let comparisons rob us of our joy. Yeah. When that becomes the only action. When, right. when just sitting and comparing is the only action you are taking, that's when it's. Right. You just kind of sit and dwell on. Yeah. Joy is recognizing, like, I've already won the game. Yeah. Like, I'm already loved. You are a human who is living. Yeah, you're a human (laughs) that's riding on this rock through space. Yeah. And you are aware of your own being, which is at the 
pinnacle of what we understand mm -hmm. all matter can have yeah. right now. Now, I'm sure there are other layers we don't understand, but for the layer that we can view and see, we're sitting atop it. Yes. And that's pretty amazing to yeah. wake up and to be able to even do anything, have this yeah. conversation. It's like 800 billion to one, yeah. whatever. Like, exactly. Yeah. You've already won yeah. the, the universe lottery. Yes. And so when we have that perspective, then it's not about comparisons because we've already all won. Totally. Right. Yep. And so now it's like, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. Well, we're going to create forward. We're going to mm -hmm. do something with that. Totally. Yeah. I think that that holding back of opportunities of looking at, I love the intention piece because then, you know, I build mood boards uh, oftentimes for various projects or, or ideas or my own things. Like I've been just going crazy with with mid journey because it's like allowing me to visualize things and, and compile ideas. And, and so a mood board could be considered and, and used as a, a device of comparison people on Pinterest and they, it's like, Oh my, I will never have these things. I wish I had these things. And, and I know you are a, 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 an active and avid Pinterest user I am. to, to inspire yourself and to create, um, you know, how, how do we, how do we flip that switch between, you know, I'm looking at these imagery or consuming this content or, or, or seeing these things as barriers and shift to this visual as an opportunity. Awesome. Because a vision board and a, and a comparison board could look very similar, the exact same, right. but, but they could do very different things. Yeah. So how I do it is when I look at any image or any object or whatever on Pinterest, it's like, how is that making me feel mm. is the first question. Yeah. How am I feeling about it? I mean, just go to my Pinterest board and just go click all pins. Yeah. And you'll see most of it is abstraction. It's colors. It's textures. Totally. It's what I'm feeling inside visualized. Mm. It's, it's a way of self-reflecting for me. Yeah. That's probably not the intended use of Pinterest, but for me, it's that. No, it's great. And then every once in a while, I will, um, I will grab a statement around something that I'm thinking, feeling, or mm. I want to think or feel, and I'll sort of insert that in the middle of sort yeah. of the abstraction. And then sometimes I'll screenshot it and just post it to an Instagram story. Yeah. Um, because, and if you go to my Instagram, if you just go to Ward Andrews on Instagram, you can look at, some of the highlights, one of them's called Think and another one's called Think Again. It's just a collection of these Pinterest snapshots. Mm. I'm using the tool to create something completely different from yeah. it. And I'm recontextualizing all of that imagery yeah. to create a new mood and a feeling for me. Yeah. So it's all about me creating with assets and resources and imagery. Those are ingredients in my cookbook. Totally. Another way to look at it would be okay, I see that dress or those pants or that watch or whatever. I mean, people use it and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to put a board around that to figure out what watch I want. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But if like you're obsessing over one specific one, then it might, it might start feeding into, well, I'm never going to, mm. I'm never going to have that. So yeah. you have to know how it's making you feel. Yeah. yeah. So that's the big thing. Yeah, kind of internally evaluation your intention. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's all about just this peace. Mm. Like it's almost meditative for yeah, me yeah. to do it. Sometimes I do it as a soothing technique. Yeah, yeah. Like I will just pull up Pinterest and what's the vibe I'm feeling. Mm. And then I'll start to assemble uh, to that vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's and cool. then I'll capture that and like self-reflect. It's almost like journaling for yeah, me yeah. You know, in a weird way. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that uh, using mid-journey and AI mm -hmm. tools can be that as well. Yeah. With prompts. Totally. Because you're just exploring the possibilities. Yeah. But that's about you creating possibilities with assets. Mm -hmm. So you're using it 
with AI to sort of take the world's imagery and knowledge and, and build something new together. And I'm sort of doing it almost analog old school yeah, yeah. where I'm taking existing images and type and thoughts and assembling it myself. Totally. But I think that's coming from a view of creating something new with what I'm experiencing, yeah. not staring at one thing and, and comparing mm -hmm. or coveting it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's, I think that intention or that evaluation, that internal evaluation, which we talk a lot about is like, is this pushing me forward or, or pulling me backwards? Right. You know, am I, am I comparing, like, why am I comparing? What, what is this doing? I love that you thought, like, how does this make you feel? How does it make you feel is such a key mm. and in almost any part of your life. I think we're so out of touch yeah. with our feelings. Yeah. And we're as giving we, them, we're like, we're also externally, uh, you know, to the likes and the comments and the engagement. Like we are, we're also, giving our feelings away <laughs> yeah and in a really sort of weak prepackaged way yeah not in a sincere mm. real way you know when all the comments sort of look the same and sometimes i'll comment on something and mm -hmm. say well you know what if i said what i was really feeling or say it a little differently or yeah. express my emotions differently mm. or like the last post i did on instagram i kind of broke my format i just said you know what there's so many cool things that have occurred over the last 30 days I'm just going to dump them all in one post yeah. and just kind of like, how instead of doing all these individual posts, but that's something that I want to remember in my story timeline yeah. and I want to share. Totally. And so, and I felt really um, good about it. Yeah. It was fun, and, but it was different for me. Mm. And I like experimenting. I do not care what other people think. Mm. You can follow, unfollow. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just living my life and I'm expressing it. Totally. And that's coming from me and my feeling. And that's mm. coming from a point of creation and a point yeah. of joy. Right. Yeah. Now, if others are experiencing my account or others and trying to like, compare their life against it, please don't. Yeah. Please block, pause, unfollow, whatever you need to do if that's how you're interacting with totally. it. If you can't like help yourself. Or you could ask me about it and I would tell you how you could create that if mm. it's something you like. Yeah. You know, like I'll have DMs around travel. Yeah. Like people will say, well, when you went to Paris, yeah. what did you do and how did you do that or whatever? Or in Milan, that hotel was amazing. Mm. What did you say? Oh, well, actually, Lisa figured out how to do that with points. Mm. And we exchanged them into Hyatt points and those points converted into this boutique hotel. Yeah. That's how we didn't. We didn't spend any cash on that hotel. Mm. It's one of the nicest hotels we stayed in the whole time. Yeah. Right. But that's coming from a different place. Yeah. If because comparison is I want that but I can't have that. Yeah, and it's you instantly turn off any ability to learn from or or engage and say you know, in that scenario, oh, I could never do that or you know, oh, I could never figure out how to do that. And right. it's like or you could just ask. Yeah. You know, you could yeah. just, you know, like you could you could use that like, oh man, I wish I could have that and ask and learn or just say Kind of double down yeah. on now sometimes people can use com uh, comparison and complaining as a crutch to stay in misery yeah so i think we need to touch on that so another just case from when i was in europe just difference in perspective yeah so we live in arizona we've been experiencing in phoenix 30 straight days of 110 plus fahrenheit crazy in yeah. fact unheard of i don't think it's ever happened before. yeah so not it's good hot. yeah so i was over in italy i was in in rome and florence mm -hmm. So we were in Rome, it was over 100 and, um, you know, 98% humidity on top of that. Yeah. But those two things weren't even the real problem. Mm. The problem was there was this mentality of we're going to suffer through this mm. versus in Arizona, it's like, we're going to crank up the AC, mm -hmm. we're going to have ice and drinks <laughs> yeah. and pool parties, totally. and we're going to make this work. 
But in Italy, it's like, no, we're most of us only like 10 to 20% have air conditioning. Yeah. Right. It used to be 10%. It's actually starting to finally yeah. grow now. Mm-hmm. Um, ice isn't available or yeah. they'll ration you one cube of ice. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one sort of weak fan mm. in the restaurant, totally. not centralized cool mm-hmm. air. And, and when you talk to people, it's like, um, no, I've grown up without air conditioning. I don't want to have air conditioning. This is how it's always been. This is how it's always going mm-hmm. to be. You Americans are wasting X and doing Y. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact of the matter is we live in Phoenix, Arizona. We live in the desert and we know to live here, we are going to have modern air conditioning or we're not going to live here. Yeah. But we've just come to that conclusion totally. and we're going to live in comfort. Mm-hmm. Whereas over there, they're like, it's this badge of honor to be miserable without AC. <laughs> yeah. So it's and then comparing and saying we're better than you united mm. states yeah it's like you're living in your air-conditioned home mm-hmm. it's like yes i am <laughs> yeah you know so totally people can create that yeah and then and then they suffer they create suffering mm. around comparing but in a flipped way yeah. where it's like i'm suffering and i'm the martyr and i'm the victim and i'm miserable yeah and that's a really hard way to be joyful <laughs> totally yeah i mean 100 percent. it's yeah yeah Um, hard way to be joyful let's shift gears to you know comparison can can hold us back it can be the thief of joy it can inhibit our ability you know what what happens when we when we flip the script and we start to get more clarity on what like what happens when we do live from an internal intrinsic you know intentional state that like why does that compound joy and why does that mm-hmm. drive a more um, joyful life? You, you can let go of so much. Mm. Like when you aren't worried about performing for others or for uh, what people might be thinking or trying to compete or compare or whatever, Yeah. like everyone's buying a boat. Oh, well, why don't you just go rent the boat the one time you really want to use it in the summer mm. and you are going to spend, you know, maybe two or three grand for a really nice wakeboarding yeah. boat, but you're not going to spend what's now 150,000 to get one, plus hundreds, if not thousands in storage and maintenance, plus Mm -hmm. having to tow it, plus all the gas on top of that, plus, 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 plus. Um, You stole all your joy to have this thing so that you could hold up a trophy that you and yeah. if you're great, if you're a boat owner and you love boating, I'm not criticizing no, you anyway. Yeah. And I think you should use the boat however you want totally. to. I'm just saying that there is this habit or this idea that I have to have yeah. all these things just to have the things to, unlock. to be happy. Yeah. And I think that's dangerous, but where things work really well, when you start to not be comparing mm-hmm. is like, Oh, I don't need all this clothes. Mm. Oh, I don't need all of this, whatever it yeah. might be. Um, but I'm going to do this for me. And then you start purging things. Yeah. Or why am I following these accounts that are just telling me how to think? Mm. So you almost start to self-evaluate as you're scrolling. Yeah. What is that telling me? Oh, it's making me feel mm. bad. Oh, unfollow, unfollow. So, you know, if you look at on my account, my Instagram account is like <laughs> the ratio of followers to I'm following mm-hmm. is massive. I was like, my following is down around like 600 mm. instead of like, you know, 10,000. So and I'm trying to continue to reduce it. Yeah. So I'm always looking at it and going, does that feel right? Does that end value? Totally. But if an account does, I will certainly add it. But I have yeah. now, I have brain space for it mm. because I've thinned out all the things that were getting me to think a way I didn't want to. And I have yeah. room to consume a new account. Like mm. I did follow like two accounts yesterday and they were both around mental health. 
Mm. Like that they were going to give me value add and I was going to be totally. learning every time. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. If you follow our show, if you go to at create forward show, yeah. we are giving little nuggets of mm. wisdom and ideas for you totally. to feed you and your brain to help you create mm. forward in yeah. your life. Like that is value add. Yeah. Um, we subscribe. We all do these days. I feel like to a lot of apps and a lot mm -hmm. of streaming services. Yeah. Right. Yep. Maybe because we had this one show we liked, but then we never unsubscribed. Yeah. Or so another value when we're not comparing is we may not need all these subscriptions. Totally. We could just get rid of them. Yeah. Do the things that we want to do. What right. where what role does insecurity play in, oh, in all big of this? One. Um, because if you're thinking about what other people are thinking of you, mm -hmm. you start doing weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. So um <laughs> let's say, and I'll use a personal example. Um, if the family had this culture of being ultra frugal, mm. right? So I yeah. have this trash can, city of Mesa trash can, mm -hmm. right? And we pay for it and we put our trash in it. But, but for the longest time, I didn't get a second trash can. Mm. Yeah. But what was happening was our family was generating a lot more trash than one like rolling trash can. So the trash was spilling out onto the ground. The yeah. cats were getting into it. It was a mess. I was constantly tending to my mm. trash. I couldn't get in the first trash totally. can or spend five or 12 or whatever dollars a month it is to have a second trash can. Mm -hmm. And then that problem goes away. Yeah. So I'm so worried about trying to look frugal and like, yeah. what, why am I worried about that? No, just be smart and keep a tidy yard yeah. and have a second trash can. Totally. It was just like this mental blocker mm. that yeah. was released. And I'm so happy now that we always have plenty of capacity yeah. for our trash. Yeah. And, and the yard looks clean and the driveway looks clean. Yeah. And, and, and we're not worried about like, trying to stuff the trash somewhere we just put it in the trash can totally where it belongs yeah <laughs> yeah i love that um when we when we live from a place of insecurity you said we do crazy things and yeah uh, totally like they we we start to live things we don't even actually care about we, we, yeah. we start to like how does that show up for people that, that may not recognize the things they're doing. Like oh. when you're living through insecurity, the- How do I self-evaluate yeah. where I might be there? Are you going to parties or events you don't really want to, hmm. but you're expected to be there? Totally. Right? Are you are you doing things because uh, it'll you'll look good? Hmm. Those are the things you want to start. Like that yeah. would be the journal prompts. Totally. What do I do so that I'll look good to others? Hmm. Do I want to do that? Do you even care about even the care? people that you are yeah. impressing or right what habit am i in of consuming anything and mm. do i still need that right so we were talking about how do we um, get more fit and how do we lose weight mm -hmm. well, i was in this habit of drinking a lot of sugary soda mm -hmm. just yeah. a bad habit and yeah. and now i'm doing like sugar-free i have my sugar-free red bull right there here go. shout out uh shout out sugar-free red bull which tastes great mm -hmm. and i don't miss the sugar at all but i just cut a ton of sugar yeah a ton of sugar out and so that was just a new habit. Yeah. But otherwise, I was just pushing a ton of sugar mm. into my body because why? Right. Yeah. I don't even know. Mm. Uh. Totally. Yeah. It's finding finding those little things. Like, I think a lot of this is that self evaluation. When 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 you're comparing, I think it's much more challenging when you're just so living in the external forces. It's hard to get to a point of self evaluation as well because you're in a way so outside of yourself to really look at, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? How do I, how do I evaluate? And, and with our process, we have a self-evaluation form that people can download on wardandrews.com uh, and do these 10 out of 10. So right. what I love about it is it's, it is 
where can you get to, where can you get to and really think about the things that you actually want? Right. So this worksheet has a, on the left-hand column has a whole bunch of attributes in life, mm. business, health, relationships, whatever it might be, holistic. And then you rate one out of 10 um, where you think you're at. Yeah. And you do it for a certain time period. And then a week, a month, whatever later, you do it again. You evaluate, mm. see if you, you're kind of going up and down and why. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of room to self-evaluate. Yeah. And you'll really start to think about things in a new light and you might find yourself comparing yourself to others mm. you got to remember that that 10 that you're scoring is for you yes not for what someone else is like yeah. what is your 10 out of 10 and then score it totally you don't want to score it in terms of like well i want to be like so-and-so down the street or whatever mm. because then you're living your life for someone else's way of being yeah so you have you to ask even... yourself who would i need to be to to mm. create the life i want yeah and and i had a text from a from a friend and they just admitted that like i feel dumb i don't know what i want like i've had a life change yeah. like this was someone who was moving from being a 24 7 parent to being sort of an empty nest yeah and it's like i don't know what i want for myself anymore mm. man that is such a common thing yeah and so wow what a great time to self-evaluate where yeah. you're at on a scale of one to ten don't compare yourself to people who are yeah. parents or don't compare yourself to your former self. Mm. You are now in a new environment and yeah. a new situation totally. where you get to write new rules mm. and find gratitude in that and know that it's going to be bumpy and weird. Yeah. Because of course it's going to be. Yeah. It's like when you switch from one climate to another, your mm. body reacts. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, when you switch from one routine to another, your brain's going to react. Yeah. That's okay. I guess mm. one of the big things to say and that we want to like we love our our listeners like it's going to be okay yeah it's really going to be okay it's just a shift you don't need to compare against your former self against your neighbor against your family you get to kind of look within and say what's new and right for me and take the time to discover that mm. and it does take time and i used to think that and think i would hear that yeah find yourself right like i don't know how to do that or whatever but then I started learning what I really liked and what I didn't like, mm -hmm. and then actually allowed myself to have or not have those things. And then it started to kind of be a flywheel of discovery yeah. and, and rewarding myself for what I really want. Totally. And then starting to say no to things because I was changing. Yeah. Like what was working for me then is not working for me now, and that's yeah. okay. And being true to mm. yourself, and that will definitely get you out of comparison. And it'll yeah. get you to more joy. I think that's such a crucial thing is like pay attention. Mm -hmm. like really like even if you feel like you're living in comparison mode and uh, you don't know it's just like yeah. just that text that that woman sent you probably already put her in a mode of well where am i right where, what things do i right. do i like, like yeah, it's just, how do i create a vision for what i want yeah and i was like well it's cool we're creating a class we're happy to just give it to you yeah um but if you want to talk about it fine but listen to this show yeah or just do some self-reflection on your mm -hmm. own yeah. When do I feel the most happy? Yeah. Why do I feel happy in that environment? Yeah. When do I feel sad? Why do I feel mm. sad? What am I doing that creates joy? What do I do that doesn't create joy? So these are the journal prompts. You can do it yeah. on your own. Totally. Just, you know, pause and rewind and write those down. Mm. You know? Yeah. How do yeah. I how do I create joy for me? When am I most joyful? Mm. When am I at peace? When am I not? Yeah. What do I need to add to my life to create more joy? Mm. What do I need to subtract? You could even ask yourself when do I compare in my life and how does that rob me of my joy? And then think through that. Yeah. And hey, sometimes you're going to be blank. Your mind's going to be blank on it. Yeah. But through repetition and through learning and trying, you will start to. And as you listen to more episodes, as you do more work, it does start to get easier and you get more momentum. 
yeah, I think it's embracing that process, right. just like evaluating. Cause you may, you may evaluate and like get clarity on this aspect of your life. Yeah. But then you're still living in comparison in this aspect. And right. it's like, Oh, let me yeah. go address that. Right. And I've really been working hard on saying true to my vision and my identity, mm. even when others think there's something different that I should do mm. and holding true to it. Yeah. So like I wanted to wrap my car, I want to put a protective mm. wrap on it. Yeah. And when I went to the, the guy, he's like, well, what most people do is they do this two millimeter film and it, you can change the color. Mm -hmm. And I really recommend that. And that's what most people do. And I was like, cool. I'm like, well, I definitely want the protection. And I know that there's a clear protection that can be like six millimeter. And it's like more self-healing mm -hmm. when rocks hit my car or whatever. Yeah. And my, my friend told me that there are like satin matte, these kind of mm -hmm. these stealth finishes you can put on that. And then the color of the car that I picked, because I like the color of my car, would still show through. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Mm. And the guy's like, well, that'll cost more. That's not what people do. And I'm like, you know what? I think that's what I want to do. Mm. And I'm willing to pay for that. And yeah. then as soon as he's like, oh, well, okay, well, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone agrees. Now that they've seen it, it's like, oh, totally. yeah, like that was the right call. Yeah, yeah. But I had to really kind of stick to mm. not comparing with what other people were doing with yeah. their raps and doing what I wanted to do, mm. which was different. Yeah. But that worked for me. Totally. So I had to be okay with that. Mm. And I don't know if I would have been okay with that even a year ago. I might have just kind of gone with what the expert told me mm. I should do. And even the expert told me, he's like, this thing's a beauty. Like, we did this right. Yeah. But you have to trust yourself and not compare with what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I actually haven't even seen a Tesla that's wrapped the way mine is. Mm. Like, I'm not trying to compete or compare. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to do my thing my way. Yeah. The other thing is, yes, I bought a nice car. I didn't do it to look cool. Yeah. I did it because I get to ride in the carpool lane in Arizona because mm -hmm. I have an electric car. Yeah. And because I like experiencing high tech. It feels like software to me when I'm yeah. driving in it. Totally. That's what I want for yeah. me. It's not about looking cool or having the test of brand. For me, yeah, yeah. others do buy brands because they want to look cool yeah, and yeah. be compared. I don't want to be compared. Totally. Like, in fact, that's a detriment on mm -hmm. my car. I just want to have a beautiful car to drive yeah. in the way I want to drive it and drive it in the lane I want to when mm -hmm. I want to. And I don't want to burn gas. Yeah. That's why I bought my car. 100%. But people will but want to your... compare and contrast yeah. and say, oh. Or even ascribe to you, like, oh, you got because you want that. Or, yeah. you know, there's people who, who make assumptions about and try to project onto you their insecurity their insecurity and, their comparison yes. they're they're like oh you must have done that because you wanted to look this way yeah, or, or do you're this making thing, me or, feel small no yeah. i'm not in fact you want to drive the car <laughs> totally yeah. you know like let's go for a drive yeah like you want to experience this this mm. is really fun yeah so uh let's maybe one more additional topic as we kind of wrap things up is how do you do this in business? How do you yeah. not compare in business? You you run a successful agency. You yeah. There's other agencies out there. There's other yeah. you know I, yeah. I I know I've had this experience where it's like well, how come they are getting that business or when I had right. Keep Nature Wild like oh man that brand's doing this really well and and maybe we should do that or maybe we should do that. I mean there's right there's a, infinite ways of growing your business or accomplishing things and and like <laughs> how do you stay true to creating a path in, in, in business? That's a great question. There are so many agency formats out there. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are around digital marketing or design and brand. And I've just said, I know what my superpower is around user experience design, mm -hmm. around looking at software and making yeah. software better. I also know that's what my team's skill set and passion is. Yeah. We're software product people. Yeah. We actually still do brand and marketing related design, but usually for the products that we're creating. Yeah. And that's just become a niche. Mm -hmm. And then we do a lot of work in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so when you have the software product 
fit and you do a lot of work in healthcare, but you still have the ability to do brand and marketing communication, there's a ton of work there. Yeah. And we're specialized. Totally. So we, we don't normally reply to an RFP, but we applied to RFP really recently because mm-hmm. when we read what they're looking for, I said, we are so uniquely positioned totally. with our marketing and mm. brand experience but being a software product team and they want to work in an agile scrum mm. sprint environment yeah. way like we do all those things in a way that no other agency they're going to talk to is going to yeah. do we are actually perfect totally. for this particular one so to so that's what that's that way that is going to work but it's just knowing who you are yeah. and sticking with that mm. and sticking with that yeah and the thing is if you look at all the greatest products and brands mm. and the greatest and mm. product and brand leaders they're all knowing who they are. Disney, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk. They know who they are and they're yep. going to do it their way. Totally. Hey, like if you want to create a 10 out of 10 life and create your future and create something different, create a great agency, know who you are mm. and stick to it. I love that. Right? When we actually get a little thrown off mm. when clients will come to us and say, we want a competitive analysis. Mm. We'll say, well, we can do a competitive analysis, but remember, you're analyzing what everyone does and you're comparing against that um let's be careful that we aren't just going to then be that to, yeah you know what is our vision and point of view mm. now there is merit because if you see good patterns and practices you may want to roll that in but man what is your dominant selling mm. idea what is your unique value proposition yeah those are the things that are true in brand or how is your customer responding yeah uniquely to you and right and mapping towards and don't we see in life that anytime anyone comes out with a unique point of view mm people gravitate to that totally you know it was like the time where the disney executive said why don't we only produce the hits yeah it's like well it's because innovation and creativity creates what the new hit Mm -hmm. is and then people follow yeah so you can't follow the formula of the past because you won't be creating the hit of the future no yeah so true i love that well, we kind of crushed it on this episode and if you're still listening yeah. you're probably 45 minutes in so we should probably yeah, we, yeah, yeah. pull it there's, back there's a lot of but we're excited because yes. this is a real challenge comparison it is. is a thief of joy it was worth the time yeah to get it out there yeah how are you comparing in your life and how is that stealing joy yeah. from you and your mind and your heart evaluate that 100 percent. take that time go through the process do our worksheets uh you know and and really spend that time it's always worth self-evaluating looking internally and seeing where can i make that small adjustment right and if you want to talk more about it we have a mastermind class where people get together you can go to wordandrews.com apply for that we're talking about all of these types of things comparison being a big one and how do we conquer that how do we go and find our own 10 out of 10 life for each one of us how do we create that how is that individual and unique uh, there's a there's a class at wardandrews.com on creating your own vision for a mm. 10 out of 10 life. And I tell you, if you're creating your own vision, you won't be comparing. Yeah. Because you'll be working on yourself and on what your vision is. Mm. And I think that's another way to do it. Yeah. So we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful you tuned in. Grateful that you have the seed of the idea that you'll create your own intention, to create your own joy, and start to remove comparison from your daily thinking and action. Thanks for listening and watching the Create Forward show.